Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Let's talk about one of the marketing benefits of having your book in audio format. As you probably know, YouTube is one of the biggest search engines, and people love video. The fact is that every month, over 2 billion people log into YouTube and that over a billion hours of video are watched every month. So there is clearly a great desire for video. Well, you might be asking, okay, I've got audio, but how does this pertain to video? How do I get my audiobook or part of my audiobook onto YouTube? That's what we're going to talk about today. Before we actually jump into the how-to of getting your audio into being a video on YouTube, let's just take a moment to touch on some of the other values and benefits of once you've created your video or videos, what you're going to be able to do with them. Once you have a video on YouTube, or whether it's on YouTube or not, once you have one or more videos, you can definitely leverage that content. One of the best ways to do that is on your Author Central account. As long as you have a book that has been published and is available on the Amazon platform somewhere, somehow, then you have an Author Central account. You may not have done anything with it yet, and if you haven't, you definitely should. Your author page or which is run through your Author Central account. Your author page is available to you and to all users on Amazon and can be seen when you look up a book and you see the name by so-and-so author, then uh, usually that is a hot link. It should be a hot link and it will link to your author page. The way you log into Author Central so you can upload your future video and upgrade your bio and all the other wonderful things that you can do there, just go to authorcentral.amazon.com and you'll be able to log in with your Amazon password. Once you have your video or videos, you're going to want to upload those to your Author Central account. There's a lot of value in doing so. While you're in there, if you haven't put in your bio and made sure all your book titles are showing up there, things like making sure that if you blog, that your blog is connected to your Author Central account. These are some some basic things. You can also add images, you know, a headshot of you or other images that are related to you as an author. This is a really important uh, topic. I'll probably uh, do another podcast that is just really focused on the how-tos of Author Central because it is so important. But now, let's get back to the video piece. Once you have your videos, you will need to upload the video. They do not let you uh, do an embed 
video as you would if it's only on YouTube. You need to actually have it on your computer and upload it, what they call a native video, meaning that it's uh, if you click on it, it won't take you away to some other platform. That's why Amazon wants you to do native videos. It's the same reason that Facebook also wants you to upload videos direct rather than linking to YouTube. Also, once you have your video, and in this case, on YouTube, then you will also be able to post it in places like Goodreads or on your own website. And we can go into more of those kinds of details in other podcasts. So now let's, um, let's just take a break for just for a moment. We'll come right back and we'll talk about the how-tos of getting your audio into a video format that you can then leverage. Here at Pro Audio Voices, we love working with authors who have a big goal in mind. They really want to reach out to their audience around the world. We're here to help make that happen. It starts with our pre-production process, where we're evaluating and determining what elements of the audiobook we can leverage to both create an excellent listener experience for your listeners, as well as drawing them to your website to engage with you further. It continues on through the production process, making decisions that will enhance and support your big goals, as well as creating a great listener experience. But we don't stop there. Once the audiobook is live, we move on to helping you market your audiobook with the Audiobook Marketing Program. Come check us out at ProAudioVoices.com. To schedule a call to talk about your audiobook project, click on Get Started. Okay, so you've got your audio from your audiobook. You've got all these different files, probably many chapters, and many of them are probably long. The first thing you want to do is you want to select from your audio what segments do you think are going to work the best for you and for your potential audience. Remember that this is an introduction as a general rule, this is an introduction to your audiobook, to you as an author as well. So you want to pick something that is not going to seem so out of context that they don't know where to begin. One of the most common places to start is at the beginning, and that uh, brings them in. Hopefully, you've got a good opening to your book that will draw them in to the listening experience so that they want more. One of the next things you're going to want to decide is how much do you want to give them? Keep in mind that for many video watchers, they're typically watching shorter pieces, you know, and we may be talking about, um, you know, uh, one to three minute pieces. Because yours is not going to be, if you're using this model, uh, a live action kind of like film uh, kind of video, then you're going to want to keep it fairly short. Remember, it's a teaser. It's a sample. It's something to whet their taste for uh, what's to come. And hopefully they will be encouraged and excited to then, you know, use the link that you are definitely going to put in the description for the video that will get them either to your website where they can learn more about you and or over to a retail site. Uh, I would say one or two possibly three, 
uh, websites that you're going to list in the description. Keep in mind also that just like all the other social media platforms, YouTube doesn't really want you sending your uh, YouTube viewers off to some other website, but it is important for you to be able to direct people to where your um, where they can learn more about you and where your audiobook is available, if that's your primary goal with your video. Okay, so the reason I'm suggesting uh, two or three potentially is you generally want to include Audible as one of your options, assuming it's available on Audible. But it's also good, as long as it's available on other channels, to give people another option. Not everyone is an Amazon fan. Some people consciously choose to not purchase through Amazon, and you would be missing out on those folks. Okay, pulling it back again to the question of how to with your video. All right, so you've selected now the part of the book that you want to focus on, that you want to include in your video, and then you've thought about how long you want that video to be. If you have short chapters, you might want to include a whole chapter, but I would say as a general rule, you might want to focus more on like a one to three minute video as long as you have enough audio content that is has already drawn them into the story. If your book has kind of a slower opening, you might be better off, you know, giving um, a little more time to the video. So you don't want to miss out on that grabber, whatever that's going to be. But hopefully it's really early in your book. In terms of the how-to with the software, there are many uh, different varieties or programs of uh, video editing and creation tools these days. And um, so some of the ones that are most readily available usually are iMovie on the Apple platform and then um, Movie Maker on uh, PCs, but there are lots. And you can also, you know, go out and do a search and find something that feels comfortable. But all you need is the most basic video creation tool. So don't feel like you have to go wild and, you know, buy something that you may not end up um, using very much. If you find that this is something you love doing, then awesome, go for it. But initially, just to if you're just dabbling in this and you're just trying to leverage your audio, then start simple. Keep it really, really simple. That's the best way to actually get the job done. Then once you have chosen your, your uh, movie creation, video creation tool software, then you're going to, usually it's dragging or inputting, uploading, importing your audio into that program. And now the question becomes, what are the visuals? You need some kind of visual component. You can't just have audio with like a blank screen. That won't really work. So uh, here are some options on things that you might choose to do for the visual component of your video. You might start, for example, and I highly recommend at least including this image, and that is the image of your audiobook cover. 
Remember that a part of the marketing process is branding and making sure that people are familiar with what your book looks like. So including your cover image is number one. Definitely make sure you do that. Other images you might include might be from inside your book. You may have photographs or drawings or things that weren't in and aren't in the audiobook, but you could include them in a video about the audiobook. If that's not the case, you can include uh, images such as uh, pictures of you um, as the author, maybe writing, for example. You could find images online uh, that may be appropriate to your content that you haven't used anywhere in your content or in your book process, but that you might like to. These could be images, um, perhaps, that you've used on your website, or you may just find things that feel like, oh, that's a really good fit. The main thing to remember about grabbing images from the internet is making sure that they are either uh, available for free use, and do be sure to read the licensing agreements on those, or that you pay for licensing. That's, as a general rule, that's the best thing to do, is just buy the licensing to use that image. Most images are, you know, have a very low licensing fee, and then when you do that, you protect yourself from any potential legal problems and hassle, and uh, that's really honoring the artist or photographer who may have uh, taken or created that image. So now you have your audio and you are gathering however many images you want. On, and honestly, you can do it even if you only have like one static image of your cover. That is an acceptable way to do it. So you're just wanting to look at what, what do you feel comfortable with? What are you feeling capable of? And what will make it a fun experience for the people who may come and listen? Because that is one of the most important things, is if they click on it and they find it boring, they're going to go away really fast. So you want to make sure that either, ideally, as I said, the beginning of your audiobook itself is a real grabber and they're going to want to stick around just to hear it. But some visuals can be helpful, so keep that in mind. One of the other options that we will often use for these kinds of short book trailer type videos are actually text slides. So these are very easy to create in any of these most basic video creation tools. And the kind of text that I would recommend are either testimonial quotes, those are kind of the best option, and other potential quotes would be from the book itself. Or you could even actually show the text that you are or that your listener is hearing as it progresses. That's another option. If you're going to go with a testimonial quote, which I do recommend, you want to find ones that are short and succinct and to the point. And you want to remember that your video watcher is also listening to your audiobook. So if you put long, complicated sentences up there, then you're really pulling on their attention for um, like visually reading one piece of content while 
supposedly trying to also listen to the audiobook content. And we don't want that kind of pull on your listener. We want something that is is like your eyes just grab the word best historical fiction I've ever read. Beautiful. That's all we need. You know, it's you don't even really have to read it so much as it just registers. So really short, pithy quotes. You don't necessarily need to say who said them, but you can if that name is recognizable and will benefit you. So if you think that your followers or the general public uh, would recognize the name of the person who said wonderful things about your book or audiobook, or even working with you, if you're, for example, a coach or consultant, those are all great things. And I would say, you know, try to keep it to like one to 10 words and not go beyond that. You can use ellipses to shorten things. Just grab the main words and uh, edit out the rest. Once you've got your audio, your images, your text slides, if you're using those, uh, you want to then assemble your video. And you may find that as you assemble it, you need to move things around. In all of these uh, very basic tools, it's very easy to drag and, and drop the images so you can um, move them where you want them to be and adjust things as you go along. So you want to watch it a few times and at least and make sure that you're happy with it. You may want to put closing credits at the end. This can be valuable, especially if you want to invite them to your website or invite them to go buy the audiobook or any number of other possible things, such as subscribe to my YouTube channel. In any case, whatever you choose for the end of your video, make sure it is some kind of call to action. If you don't put in a call to action, the likelihood is people will watch it and then go away without taking any action. When you put in a call to action, people are more likely to actually respond and do something that you're asking them to do. And then once you upload your your video to YouTube, you want to make sure, this is really important, you want to make sure, as I mentioned earlier, that you use that description, fill it out, put your book description in there, make sure you've used your best keywords, you can put in up to three hashtags that are suitable and appropriate for your book and make sure there's at least link to your website and ideally, I think, at least a link to it on Audible and at least one other platform, such as audiobooks.com, for example. Once you've gotten through the upload process and you have, uh, you've got your video live, then be sure to go and share it. You can grab the embed code very easily right after you've um, it's finished processing and it's live on, on YouTube, but you can also come back and do that later. You use the share button to find that embed code, embed code later, but um, it usually pops up pretty quickly once you upload the video and you can embed that in, um, as I said, on Goodreads is one good place to put it. Valuable uh, real estate there on your author page in Goodreads. 
and on your website. And hopefully you had some fun doing that so you can go make some more. <laughs> make more videos and post more videos. And there are lots of things that you can do in terms of um, optimizing your YouTube channel to help multiple videos work for you. And you can also, of course, post multiple videos on, on your Author Central page. You can use them in social media, sharing them in that way. There are just lots of things you can do. So what I recommend is take your audio from your audiobook, make some videos from it, and then use those videos to also help get people to know about your audiobook, your book, your services, whatever it is that you're trying to promote. Think about what your biggest goals are and put your calls to action appropriately so that you're moving closer and closer to your goals. And let your audiobook help you. It really can when you think about how you can leverage it to best effect. That's it for today. If you have any questions about how to get your book into audio or how to leverage your audio once you've got it into the audiobook format, please reach out to us at proaudiovoices.com. We love helping authors have a greater impact. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.